on this episode, we talk about Hayden Christensen, DashCon, and I have a few guest appearances at the end. Get ready. For a live and uncut broadcast, all about the post 2.0 web, where you are a part of the conversation. You're listening to the Beyond Tweeting Podcast. And now, here's your host, David V. Kimball. Hello and welcome social media practitioners. This is David, here with special guest Nico Johnson, here to talk about best practices in the post 2.0 web. We are currently live on YouTube, Ustream, YouNow, StreamUp, Periscope, Meerkat, Mixler, and Blab. We're on eight different social streaming services just all put at us, the same time. Just put us on Gaia Online, David, and I think we got it all. Gaia, that's right. And RuneScape. <laughs> gotta put you on RuneScape <laughs> gotta, and Gaia. Gotta stream on RuneScape. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be the stream of comments above a character's head. And Minecraft. We'll find a way to make like a digital screen. Yeah. That'll map our Blab videos. Yeah, like uh, like Fallout 4, how they're doing that with all the lights and stuff. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. We'll stream in Fallout 4, too. Yeah, we'll stream in Fallout 4. <laughs> so, anyway, today's topic is about all things geeky. And actually, I have a few more guests near the end of the show that are going to come up and give us uh, their two cents about what being a geek means. But that's going to come later. For now, I have the man behind Eagle Rockets on YouTube. He's a cosplayer, impro- improviser, actor, film director, musician, singer, and a bunch of other things. Hey, Nico, welcome to the show. How the crumbs are you doing? Hey, David, goodness gracious. What an intro. Why don't you just polish my nose while you're at it, man? <laughs> Carmen on the, the chat says, Geek, your comments over the past two minutes. Oh, crap. Well, I mean, <laughs> that proves it. I guess, yeah, we are. So, for viewers that may be unfamiliar with the term or maybe unclear as to what it means, what is a geek? Well, David, let me put it to you in a way I think you might be able to understand. Okay, just tell me man to man. So, you know how you're a weeaboo, David? No, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Well, weeaboos are like geeks, but for anime. You know, you can be a geek for just about anything. Honestly, geek is not... It's it's not like yeah you know, it's not held down by different things you know you have you have a geek for sports you have a geek for video geeks are universal universal geeks or as the Japanese would call them otoku <laughs> <laughs> All right <laughs> But yeah I mean cuz there's there's a huge debate about people being like, oh, nerds and geeks are the same thing. No, they're not. Completely different. Completely different. If I could direct you to the Rhett and Link nerd versus geek rap video, that pretty much sums it up, actually, you know? Nerds are nerds, man. Geeks are yeah. geeks. Yeah, and uh, because there's a difference. There's these three main circles. There's intelligence, there's social ineptitude, and there's obsession. And there are three traits that are sort of exhibited by nerds. Yeah, yeah. And there's oh, like the central one that like that sort of has part in each has a foot in each circle, which yeah. means it has three feet. I guess nerds have three feet. But yeah. um 
the sweet spot between intelligence and obsession is geek. And Definitely. that, that really, because, I mean, I guess some geeks could be socially enough, but that's not their thing. They don't really... Yeah. They don't yeah. really fail in that area. They're focused on what their passions are, what they're obsessed about, and then they also they can be brilliant. Also, I would, I would venture to say that some geeks aren't very smart, but <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd I'd go down that route too. But man, David, it's, it's almost like it's almost like you have a chart or something over there. A chart? Yeah. So way way you talk about that, it's like you have a a chart that. Of course I do. <laughs> I'm looking at that, referencing the chart. <laughs> All right. Well, this is an interesting start. Um, <laughs> why is that so funny? I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I feel like everyone's sitting there. They're just like, "Oh man, David's got this down." <laughs> no, not at all. I'm totally using a picture. Nico's got it memorized. I don't have it memorized. Oh uh, gosh. Okay. So, what should we hit on next? Uh, you said I we had to bring some things earlier on up on the notes. Yeah. Um, uh, you were talking about just like preferences in right things, for gaming, gaming comics, and comics and those sorts yeah. of things. Because what what tends to happen in geek circles is that they take sides and they have like a fiery, like passionate reason for having a side. So in like yeah. in like the tech world, it's like, are you an Apple person? Are you a Microsoft person? Are you a Google person? I mean, there's there's a lot of little, you know, nuance parts to that. But in general, that's what it looks like for tech. And then for gaming. Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo for comics, DC, or Marvel. Yeah. Just little things like that. Yeah. And so, Nico, I'd like to ask you, where do you fall in each of these categories? You're going to have to go over them one at a time for me, man. Okay, gaming. Gaming. Uh, Sony, through and through. Why? Grew up with it, and it's just... Well, here's here's the thing, David. Few days ago, I yeah, it's it's Sony, but um, as far as like the new generation coming out, like it's they're all the same. It's killing me. <laughs> they're all the same. They're all the same, and it's killing me. Why? It's like there's no exclusives anymore. You know, Nintendo is like bursting with exclusives, man. Shh. Nintendo's totally the. It's totally the outlier. Shut up, David. I don't. I like mean, the yeah, Wii you're right. Pad. They're all the same. Yeah, you're. You know, you're all. You're right. No, uh, I'm, talk- uh, I'm talking. Splatoon copies about... on every uh, console. Yeah. Shut up, David. I'm talking about out of <laughs> out of what I used to would love. You know, out of the, the big console wars. Like you know, Nintendo's always done its own thing, and I love that. I respect them for that. But you know, I'm I'm more of a more of a serious gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I um, I've, it's always been you know PS PS for me you know PlayStation, and um, lately the next gen Xbox One PS console wars you know they've been just putting out the same stuff, so it's been the PC for me lately. The PC. Now many would say PC Master Race. Uh, what are your feelings about that? On the PC Master Race. Well, there are also many people who say no PC Master Race. And to those people, I say, shut up. (laughs) No, PC rocks, man. I have a graphics card that's better than any PS4 or Xbox One has. You know, and it has every single game imaginable. But do you have Splatoon? Yes. 
That is amazing. I How did you get your hands on that? Uh, snuck in the Nintendo of America, took it. Oh, the PC version, right? Yeah, the yeah. PC port that they never released. Yeah, they were going to. You know, it's it's called Splatoon Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Um, okay, so how about comics? DC or Marvel? Uh, Marvel. Now, why Marvel? Again, something I grew up with. I mean, I I like DC, but for some reason, DC always ends up in space. <laughs> I like space, but space is boring sometimes. Marvel, like, it keeps it on the ground, you know, and it's it's in cities that we know. You know, in DC, they're just like, the Metro City and Gotham and Flashpoint City, but then in the Marvel Universe, it's like, oh, we're in New York. That's a fair point. I mean, <laughs> D, it, with DC, when you have the premise of Superman, it's like how do you, how do you make stuff more exciting from there? Right. Marvel is less real. Carbonaxium. <laughs> what? If anything, it's more real. And now, see, <laughs> what you're hearing, listeners, is just a hint of some of the, some of the, um, uh, how do I say this? Excitement that can occur between two different parties on the same <laughs> issue. But what's funny is you mentioned that it's something you grew up with. So do you think there's a correlation between geekiness and sort of like the loyalty you feel to one side of geek culture and how you grew up and oh, like nostalgia? Definitely. It's like <laughs> it's like two warring parties, you know? Hmm. The Spartans grew up in Sparta, so they fight for Sparta, man. So it's the same thing, you know, we don't have full scale sword fighting wars anymore so we just fight about nerd stuff <laughs> we create our own drama because there's nothing to be to have real drama about yeah so in the tech world though how about tech though because you just said earlier you're a chrome man google chrome man yeah. but your gaming machine is windows but i believe the laptop you're using right now is os x as a yeah. mac see well here's the thing david i like to consider myself a connoisseur of geek culture <laughs> So all these questions that you've asked me so far, I mean, I, I've just kind of been devil's advocate about this. I honestly love, like, all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if I can get my hands on stuff, I will get my hands on it. Like, yeah, I'm using Chrome. I also use Firefox because, you know, it supports Java and Flash and stuff. Right. And, you know, I've got my gaming PC. It's supporting Windows 10, which, get it, by the way, it won't delete your illegal files. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'm using a Mac for this. I just, I have an iPhone mm-hmm. 4. <laughs> I mean, I love geek culture, but I tend to be, like, very behind on stuff. Hmm. Like, you know, I just got a Wii, Christ's sake, you know? <laughs> you're, almost, you're only almost 10 years behind. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, I've played the games before. I've just never owned the stuff myself. But I, I, I love it all. Marvel, DC, I honestly think they're on equal footing for me. But, you know, given the chance, I have to choose Marvel out of loyalty, hmm. out of Nico loyalty. I mean, I've got... I see. I met one of the... Uh, I went to Rose City Comic Con, and I met one of the um, one of the uh, illustrators for Amazing Spider-Man around the time when I was a kid. Was oh, wow. Huge, yeah. His name's Randy Emberlin. I've got him up on my wall, actually. It's drawing he did. It's, But, you know, it's just... I, I think that the fighting between geek culture is insane. 
Because it's a man trying to keep us down. <laughs> oh man well i think we need to unite you know I, you know i agree with you honestly because i i like you in order to make this happen this eight stream thing happen i have to have lots of different kinds of things so i have a galaxy s4 an iphone 5 and of course i love the lumia range of windows phones so like you said like if you can only have one you do sort of have a loyalty yeah really but if you do love the stuff enough, you try to get it all. Oh, or, yeah. Or, or all the different things you can have. So Definitely. If you can get a good deal, like, on these devices, I got a killer deal on these devices. Like, why not? Like, why not try something new or, or, or like, get a, get a feeling for what a whole bunch of other loyal, like, brand ambassadors or whatever you want to call them that love a brand experience, you know? Because Windows phones suck. Right. <laughs> No, Windows phones are great. <laughs> and the thing is, there's such a small market share right now that yeah. no one understands and no one like. I mean, I would honestly. I've I've talked to you about this. I mean, I would get a Windows phone, but everything I own has the old Apple port. So <laughs> the charging, and actually, I yeah. I mean, don't don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure USB or no, this the C type port, the like the one that. Well, I'm I'm not very speaking very technically right now. The reverse plug in E one. Yeah. USB type C, that's what ah. it is. Uh is becoming standard pretty soon. So oh, sweet. you I mean if you wait just a little bit more, you can get a really awesome charger. I think it's supposed to support fast charging and stuff too. Yeah. So. But then still I'd have to buy a new Bose speaker set and Oh. A new It doesn't have like a headphone a new jack. Signal inter- it doesn't have like a set headphone jack? It does, but it doesn't sound as good. Hmm. And, and probably doesn't like charge cord. the device simultaneously and all that. Yeah. That's probably one of the nicest things is charging while you get sound. Yep. Um, so, okay, let's talk about Star Wars real quick because oh, yeah. Star Wars is... Okay, here's the, here's what's so funny about Star Wars. is By the way, for the listeners that don't know, I didn't really give Nico much of an introduction. I mean, I did. I said a lot of things that he was. <laughs> but as far as background, me and him uh, met each other in college but we quickly discovered we had a lot of you know similar traits and like similar interests and one of those things was star wars and what was so funny is you know he and i would quote it and all that and it, and but we finally for the first time like my last semester or my last year at college actually watched star wars together yeah but we were still like quoting it to each other and like <laughs> it's just like we'd seen it all before uh and it's funny cuz as far as star wars goes and geek culture there's like a lot of different kinds of Star Wars fans. There's like the elitist, like loyalist of four, five, and six that despise one, two, and three. There's like the young kids that only know one, two, and three and think Ugh. four, five, and six are boring. And then there's sort of a mix Poor of in between. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, funny is like when one, two, and three came out, that's like when special effects were like not in every single movie yet. And so it was like, wow, shiny. And then you're like, oh, wait, there's actors and there's a plot. Oh, yeah. There's that part of the movie. Years, so, a couple of years down the line, you're just like, wait a minute, is that what Hayden Christensen actually does? <laughs> wait, George Lucas thought that would be a good plot point. Jo- George, what are you doing? <laughs> so, Nico, as far as that goes, first of all, what's your favorite Star Wars film, and how would you? What kind of a Star Wars fan are you? Um, my favorite would probably have to be. Uh... Well, that's a tough one. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Now, why Return of the Jedi? Ewoks. I love the Ewoks. 
Wow, that makes lots of people I know very angry. <laughs> no, I um honestly because it's just like the end of that saga, you know, and it's Darth Vader's still like evil and stuff. All it oh spoilers for anybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's evil up until that whole end bit, you know, and it's like it's just it's just a perfect climax to all of it. And then the Emperor is just he's so great. Honestly, the Emperor is one of my favorite characters out of the Star Wars. Really? Movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Such Because Ian McDermott just hams it up, and it's great. <clears throat> like, do uh, you know the uh, the crappy Street Fighter movie that had a... Uh, oh, yeah. That had a uh, good old JCVD in it, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, no, like, the best part of that movie was Raul Julia as M. Bison, you know, who's just this super hammy villain, you know. And... That's what that's what Ian McDermott is to me as the Emperor. You know, he's like, there's nothing redeemable about him. He's just a giant dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his giant hammy dick. He's like, oh, I'm afraid you'll find the shield generators will still be operational when your friends arrive. It's like, I love you. <laughs> he's like he's like sinister in his purest form, and there's yeah. like you said, there's nothing redeemable about him because I think what what. I think what a lot of movies do now and a lot of just stories in general, they try to humanize a um a villain, you know, like show him yeah. like why he became a villain or or show like oh, well he's not really a bad person, he's just this he's just no, made bad not choices. With, not with the emperor. He's <laughs> just completely evil and there's yeah, there's no redeeming him at all. Nope, he is and always will be a giant dick. <laughs> So, uh, how about Anakin? What, what do you think about Hayden Christensen's role uh, as Anakin Skywalker? No, uh, I thought it was superb. <laughs> okay, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> um, honestly, I've I had this conversation with uh, one of my friends just a bit ago, actually, where because uh, he for for whatever reason, for whatever reason, he loves it. He loves Hayden Seriously? Christensen in that role. Like he, he him, him and Nick Cage, the only two people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Who love uh, Hayden Christensen's role in the prequels. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you say that? And he explained it to me. And you know what? I kind of agree with him on some parts. So Hayden Christensen does. uh, Oh, hello, Maldo Man 24. I hope you're not Hayden Christensen. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to get awkward. Hayden Christensen does a great job of looking like Anakin. He looks like you'd expect Anakin to look like. Based off of what? Just like mental imagery, you know? Hmm. You expect, um, you know, he's, he's this hotshot pilot from the Clone Wars, you know? And just, he expect, he looked the way I expected him to look at least. Hmm. as a as a brooding young man and he uh just the way he carries himself but when he's not talking when he's like brooding or looking into the camera or just like just not talking he does a great job (laughs) he does a wonderful job and i think george lucas realized that for episode three for his audition it was just yeah just when he came and he just stood there perfect yeah, George was like, great. 
And then he's like, all right, I'll, I'll, uh, you can go on to my second casting director, uh, Nicolas Cage, and you can do the speaking <laughs> portion. <laughs> you can do the speaking portion of this, uh, of the audition. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like, perfect. George is going to love you. <laughs> and yeah, but when he's not talking, he's great. Like all the scenes where he's just quiet and brooding and like looking out in the lava and he looks great he looks great but mm. whenever he opens his mouth i'm deeply sorry master people call him anakin the mannequin with good reason yeah looks great trying clothes on <laughs> but oh, i wouldn't gosh. want one to talk in my movie that's for sure oh man well, what's funny is like seeing him I'm sure a lot of Star Wars actors have this problem where once they're in a Star Wars film, you cannot unsee their Star Wars character when they're in other films. It's just, yeah. you can't do it. Yeah, I and, mean, uh, I mean, sometimes that's forced upon us, you know, like like CGIing Hayden Christensen into the prequels, George Lucas. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We needed that one. And maybe episode seven. Oh, no. <laughs> You know, they probably will, you know? They love Force Ghosts. They love implementing Force Ghosts into Star Wars stuff. And there's no doubt in my mind. Unless, unless J.J. Abrams is like, you know? But I feel like George Lucas put that in the contract when he sold it. Oh. The thing about J.J., though, is he does like bringing back characters that are supposed to be dead. From yeah. previous iterations of it, aka Star Trek, and putting them in his films. Yeah. So it's not it's 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 not off the t- off the plate. It's not, but we'll see. We'll see. And as I far think... as I know, Hayden Christensen's still alive, right? <laughs> Just kidding. It didn't work. <laughs> uh oh. I thought I killed him. <laughs> we got this live on recording, so uh, and on streams for evidence. Um. Okay, so, yeah, and, and Star Wars, what's funny is, I mean, how familiar is, like, the extended universe? And by that, I mean, for listeners that don't know, like, the books and any any games that would be considered canon. Comics, things like that. Right, comics, yeah. Very. Very. Yes, I, I make it my business to know these things. <laughs> Why is that? What What's your drive for needing to know? I don't know. I just like mythos. When I was mm-hmm. a kid, I was really into Greek mythology, and growing up, I'm like, well, I know everything about Greek mythology. All that good that did me, so let's <laughs> learn more useless stuff off the internet and books, comics. Well, that's funny, because <laughs> it does help you like escape reality and like use your imagination and be excited about, excuse me, something other than the here and now, yeah. and um, I think that's the value of it. But you bring up a good point. Do you think that the Star Wars universe, as far as creatures, you know, places, laws, whatever you want to say about it, is bigger and more immense than Greek? The entirety of Greek mythology. If you add in the extended universe, yeah, oh, definitely. There is so much going on there, dude. Yeah, like it's insane, but. I think I think Greek mythology like just holds like deeper meaning, just because you know it's 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 how it's how the Greeks would learn, it's how they teach their kids stuff like that, you know. 
Right. So it's it's um as far as impact, I mean, yeah, Greek mythology is probably a larger force, but as far as like yeah, as stuff far as about expanse, it, definitely mm-hmm. definitely the Star Wars universe. Isn't that crazy? That's just crazy. Yeah, cuz people are continually adding to it. It's still being added to. Mm-hmm. The extended universe is still there even though it's not canon. Disney. Uh-oh. Well, it's funny is I'm totally a poser. Like I haven't read a single extended universe book, but I've like looked at Wikipedia and yeah. I've like cuz they're like, "Oh, what happens to Darth Maul after he dies?" or "Who does Luke marry?" You know, yeah. this this the this the surface stuff like that. But I can't wait to like watch episode 7 and have someone be like, "Who's Mara Jade?" and have me go over and be like, "You don't know." Oh, oh, you don't know who Mara Jade is? That's fine. Whatever. Oh, you duh. Or like, and like something tragic happens. Like, oh, well, the books already talked about that, so I already knew about it. Yeah. Why are you surprised? Well, we'll see. I don't know how much JJ is gonna like bring into it, but I'm I'm going into it with um, an open mind. It's not George anymore, so. Hey, can't get much worse. You could argue. You could argue that. I mean, it, it could be like JJ blew all the money on like. JJ blew all the money on hookers and whiskey. <laughs> and so then it's just, they just filmed it in his basement. Like that Fantastic Four movie from the 80s. But they have Hayden Christensen in it still. Well, yeah, they spent all the money on hookers and whiskey. So oh. They could, they could only afford Hayden Christensen. Ouch. Hold on a sec. I'm going to close my door real quick. Hey, do that. My roommates all showed up, so. Okay, yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, I think, thank you so much. I'm going to say hello to Laramos on Meerkat. Hello, Laramos. Okay, for some reason, okay, this is a record, I think. We have 200 people watching on Meerkat. I don't think that's ever happened before. 200 people watching right now. Oh. That's insane. Well, thanks everyone for watching. popular. Yeah. Well, you're popular. Well, thank you. Um, so... I want to move this conversation on to you. You mentioned about you went to a con, like yeah. a convention. So for those of that are <laughs> unfamiliar with things such as Comic Con or or those sorts of things, can you explain briefly just just what a Comic Con type event is? You show up and you look at stuff. You show up and you look at stuff. Quote me on that. Put it in the Wikipedia. In the Wikipedia. <laughs> in the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia dot com. All of it en.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash comic-con like it's, it's like blank wikipedia except for you show up and stuff and look at stuff yeah okay no cons are cons are great honestly i just recently got into the convention scene like i'd never you know i didn't have the money or i wasn't in the right place you know so so sure I'd, now you're in seattle so yeah what, what are you not around so I get I've been going to a lot of cons lately and they're awesome. Like, oh my gosh. I have the best time at some of these cons. People are normally really cool. You know, I mean I've I've heard some con horror stories. Um actually there's one near you that I've just I just keep hearing bad things about. What do you mean horror stories? Like they're just bad conventions? Bad conventions, mean staff, sexual harassment. Really? Yes. Yikes! Yeah, there's one near uh, down in uh, Tacoma called AkiCon that I just keep hearing just terrible things about, like all the time. Everybody's just like, AkiCon sucks, dude. Don't go. Don't go to AkiCon. 
Really? That's funny. Yeah, I'm like, I'm considering going to AkiCon. And they're just like, don't go to AkiCon. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Carbon Axiom, DashCon. What I is DashCon? I know all about that. So DashCon, <laughs> it's the best convention because it's a convention put on by Tumblr. Oh, no. That's all you have to say. So, you know, it's just... Is DashCon like just like the dashboard on Tumblr? Is that where it comes from? I guess. I don't know. But they had a convention so. called DashCon. And there was this... They promised in the uh, advertising that there's going to be a ball pit. Okay. <laughs> just really quick, David. Uh, while I'm talking here, type in DashCon ball pit. And prepare to giggle but they advertise it and everybody's like oh my gosh there's gonna be this there's gonna be this super cool ball pit there and you know we're all tumblr people so we're gonna dress up like my little ponies and and jump in the ball pit (laughs) and uh and then they gave them this are you looking at it (laughs) it's just this big empty convention hall with a kiddie pool So how many like how many people went to this thing? A lot. Really? Yeah, Tumblr's huge. Well, I know Tumblr's huge, but not everyone think about okay, think about the demographic of Tumblr users. Do they have money to fly to these places? I don't no, know, they maybe don't. they saved up all their money for Tumblr stuff. Oh jeez. That's true. I don't know. I saw this picture that I thought was hilarious. It oh, was my um goodness. they were selling like Tumblr sweaters, you know. Mm-hmm. On the Tumblr side, it's just Tumblr right on the front, and that was it for like freaking twenty bucks. And I'm like, I could do that myself for three. Yeah, but it was um someone was like looking at it to buy it, and um <laughs> it was like small, medium were in stock, but large, extra large, XX large, and XXX large were all gone. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm like, oh no! I'm like, oh gosh! Well, it's probably not inaccurate. I got nothing against Tumblr people. I there's a lot of good people that come out of Tumblr. A lot of good posts come out of Tumblr. Oh yeah, really funny stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, then you'll you'll get those few. But I mean, that's just how the world works. Right. There's always going to be like a couple people to try and screw it up for everybody. Well, here's my frustration with Tumblr, okay? I love the platform. The platform is actually amazing. It's a blogging platform that has a social component to it and complete customization with HTML and CSS. Yeah. And you can route a domain name for free. Anything.com you own, you can use it for free. Hey, look, you can you like got, you got 20 stops. No, no they're Stop. They're props. Oh, stop. No, they're, they're props, Nico. They're props. Anyways, uh, and I love the platform, but some and, and there's a bunch of random fandoms that are actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of lot of crap on Tumblr. There is indeed. Yeah, I, I can already see what David is about to say. Somebody grabbed the, <laughs> the rubber gloves. The oh, someone someone call them rubber gloves. The 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 stop hands. Oh. Rubber globs. Yeah. By the way, for those listening, we're talking about on Blab because it used to be called giving someone the feels, and then two oh, no. people talked about being uncomfortable with that, so they changed it to give props. Oh no! 
Yeah, it was really funny. At one time, I like was just randomly giving people the feels, is what it was called, and um, and then like when it when it ends, I just just click it, and this lady was like, "Oh man, I better get off. This young man is feeling me up." Oh god! I was like, I regret everything. (laughs) Just David, just sitting there. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just. I'm giving her the feels. I think there were so many jokes about it that they probably just, yeah, I'm they sure. Probably changed. The I'm name, sure but... everyone just emailed in the. Do people still use email? You would know. Oh yeah. Okay. Email's, email's a staple part of. Oh, <gasps> I'm not that far everything. behind. Good. Oh no, man! Email email is probably the most important account you have. <laughs> um. Anyway, so another thing I'd like to move on to is sort of theatrical oh, yeah, sure. and improv type things because. When you talk about conventions, you think about dressing up because oftentimes for these conventions, people will dress up as, and it's called it's called cosplaying, where you sort of adopt the persona of a maybe a hero, a game character, yeah, a someone in a comic, just a, usually a fictional character that you like mm-hmm. or admire, or you have a similar physique to, yeah. <laughs> or or in some cases don't have similar physique to. Thank you, Tumblr. Thank you, Tumblr. Um, anyways, and so moving on from there, I'm thinking about theatrical type stuff. So why are why are people that are in theater considered geeks, Nico? Uh, like we talked about before, it's just because it's like an obsession, you know. It's a uh, it's it's something they just continuously focus on, like all the time. Honestly, theater geeks are my least favorite geeks. Really, even more than band geeks. I like the band geeks more. I like theater geeks. They're cool people. They can be, yeah. But theater geeks, they're all divas, man. I can't stand their kind. We should eradicate them. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> him. That's pretty, uh, <clears throat> that's pretty severe, man. No, I, uh, they're honestly they're 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 nice people, but there's just something about there's something about theater geeks that just like. I don't know. It's like, yeah, they're just they're total divas, like all the time. It's like Tumblr embodied. <laughs> they're all the, all the actors. Just it's like the actor social network, right there. Yep. And every single if you get like an actor from different schools, different countries, whatever, you get them all together. I promise you, every one of them has a different warm up. <laughs> and they all want to do their own. Oh my! It's like, all right, let's get everybody to do my warm up now, and they'll just be like. Is like, that is that literally what they'll do? Uh that is one, yeah. Wow. It's to loosen loosen the lips. Okay. All right. So, okay, that it's funny cuz we were my brother and I were involved in theater since I was like 12 or 10. Yeah, see there's there's a difference though between being involved in theater and being a theater geek. Yeah. Well, I know and, and but like we started being involved in theater around that time and of over time we're like these people are kind of strange. Like it, it wasn't an immediate thing because again, they were nice and and I mean, we even made friends with with you know plenty of them. I'm still friends with some of them today. Yeah. Even after all this time, but there were those odd characters that would uh, show up and make things interesting. Yeah. But I have to say, that's why I like geeks as a overall statement. Oh, I yeah. have to say I like geeks because they're always interesting people. Even oh, if definitely. They're really weird or they're really cool or whatever. They're half at least us, interesting. Half of us grew up picked on, you know, or ugly like me. So you had to you had to 
you know, you had, you had to learn. Like, pretty people and people who weren't, like, picked on or anything like that, they don't have to uh, become interesting. Don't have yeah, to. Like, honestly, it's true. scientific study that, like, beautiful, beautiful women are the most boring people in the world. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, though, they're... It's because they they don't have to start conversation. People always come and be like, "Oh, you're really pretty." Hi, hi, my name's hmm. Nico. You know, they don't have uh. to they don't have to learn to do that kind of stuff. And I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, I know people who grow up picked on, people who grow up considered uh, not to the standard of beauty of most people. You know, they have to learn other things. You know to uh fit in and normally that's called a personality <laughs> <laughs> so but what about all the beautiful women out there that do have great personalities and are really interesting have they had to do double the work they're probably picked on as kids or yes they just did a lot of work or their hmm. parents were really cool yeah beautiful people who are interesting hug your parents <laughs> you could have turned out much worse <laughs> <laughs> wisdom from nico ladies and gentlemen um okay so and then also this goes to improv and here's the fun thing about improv is um if you don't know what improv is it's basically off the seat of your pants creating a story Mm -hmm. and it's better when there's more than one person because i mean one you can do it with one person but it's a lot more fun to build up on somebody else's story and, and make it something interesting and what's what what nico and i would do in college for fun is we would just sort of do... We were part of the improv team at one point, but we would also go up to random people in the cafeteria and just start this scene. (laughs) And, like... But they'd be people we didn't know, and Nico and I would pretend to be really, really nervous. Like, for example, we'd go to this table, just just a bunch of girls that we just didn't know at all. Yeah. And they'd be, like, eating all together, and we'd just, like, awkwardly take up chairs (laughs) and sit down with them. Just sit down like... Hey, how's it going? Hey. hey and we like we like look down and just like let the silence ensue. Yeah, until they're all, just, they're all just looking at us. They're like they're like what? It's so like they would they would eventually say something and then like Nico and I had it down to where we'd like interrupt each other. Yep. Or we we just be as awkward as possible. The laugh and is that my was, favorite. That was our twisted form of fun. Honestly, it was a lot better than other people's fun at college i'll tell you that much that's true david and i went to a christian university and um most of the time their fun consists of like if any of you ever seen animal house it's that scene where the guy's playing guitar on the steps to all these women (laughs) you know and and brutus comes out of nowhere and like busts his guitar against the wall that's kind of like where we were but everywhere Mm-hmm. And just worship music. Oh, but also, keep in mind, this would be quadrupled at the beginning of the year when all the freshmen weren't aware that that's what everyone does and thought that they'd be unique by doing it. Oh, yeah. See, it's, oh, it's like... <laughs> it's like any... Um, it's like any geek site or any anime site. It's like, I have to find a way to stand out. Uh, I draw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So what you're saying is Christian universities are just geeks about worship music yeah, and yeah. church culture. And just, like, flirting with every woman possible. Wow. And man possible. 
Do you think that's a Christian thing? I think so. They want to get married. Uh, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, no, uh, Cole goes to SPU now. And he's like, he sends me, he sends me a picture. And he's like, it's not even my first day here. And there's a guy playing piano <laughs> over there. And I'm like, you guys are That's so interesting. I wonder why that call. is. Because they all want to get laid. But in a dignified way, quote well, unquote. Yes. Dignified way. <laughs> Man, that's a whole other discussion. I didn't even know we were going to go there. But needless to say, yep. that was going on. And Nico and I would just find other things to do because we couldn't take it. But here's the thing. I'm not even like that musical. Nico is an extremely musical person. And he couldn't do that. So what he would do instead is we'd have like the thing where you get together and people perform. What, what am I thinking of? The thing where people... What? You know... Bands? You're showcasing your t- talent show. Talent oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like talent shows. Anika would would absolutely go ham on that. And everyone loved it. But when you do it every day in the lounge... Yeah. It's like it gets really tiresome. Yeah, like, you know you know our, our good friend JP? Yes. Um, well, he... Uh, <laughs> so... He doesn't live on campus, but he still hangs out all the time and just sits in the lounges playing music. And um, this, uh, we had a we had an open mic night, right, in okay. the lounge where he always plays music. And he showed up and and just played some music. And I was like, Josh, how is this any different from every single day for you? Oh man, well, the people in the apartments don't get to hear it. Uh, nobody from the apartments came because nobody from the apartments cares. <laughs> now you know. People move to the apartments so we can pretend the rest of the campus doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's funny is Nico and I are being very cynical, and that's because when you're upperclassmen at a university slash graduated, that's your mindset at that point because you've been around it for so often. But I do want to really quickly point out that there are a lot of positives about where he went to school. For example, we wouldn't be friends right now if it wasn't for that school. And uh, and all the opportunities around there and all the people that I've met through there, all positive things. Yeah. I just want to make that really clear. Uh, but there are some downsides, of course, too. So um, so anyway, I really remembered making people uncomfortable in the cafeteria. And that was super fun, too. Yeah, and it'd be funny, too, because like, we were a small <clears throat> university. So you really couldn't do that with everybody. Yeah. Because if Nico and I went up to someone and we were like, you guys they'd be like shut up nico shut up david yeah because they know us you know so we have to invent either invent new ways of like like pranking people or we'd have yeah. to like meet the new people like and some, that was always a fun challenge sometimes it'd be like we'd pretend to be awkward but then the other times my favorite are the confident times um so david and i used to do this thing where we'd uh pitch oh, a no. movie idea oh we'd, no Pitch my my movie idea. I'm a I'm a film major on campus, and most people know about it. So we'd go up to lunch tables full of women, and we'd say, "Hey, um, always the women, the poor women, the poor poor women." But we'd show up and be like, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, Nico's filming a new movie, and I uh, wanted to know if you wanted to be in it." And it's like, "Oh, tell me about it." And so our movie is <laughs> called Rave Two. 
Rave two, way harder. When we first did this, we made it up as we went along, and it just stuck. Yeah. It just stuck. So Rave 2, Rave Harder is the sequel to <laughs> Rave 1, which uh, Rave 1 is about <laughs> this beach party where people just kind of rave all day. And we're like, it was really experimental. It didn't go off well. So we're going for something a bit more like narrative heavy for Rave 2. Like, oh, what's it about? And it's like, oh, well, these pilots are uh, trying to get this group of people to Hawaii for this rave on a beach. You know, it's a prequel, but a sequel. I'm like, oh, that sounds that sounds cool. It's like, yeah, and uh, it's just about the people inside the plane and their lives and just how, they, uh, how they've been uh, coping with life itself together. And, and then we'd throw in some names like yeah. so and so and so and so are already cast and they're super excited for it. <laughs> and like we just build this thing up. And then we get them to the point where they're like, oh yeah, like this sounds like a, like a great idea. And then at some point we just interject. Also, oh, it's, also it's a porno. It's, it's, a, por- it's a porno. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, people experiencing life together through sex. Yeah, and then that would, of course, change the color of everything we had said beforehand. And so at this point, they would start saying, oh, that's okay. Some people believed us, which is the crazy part. Some people actually believed us. And so they would start saying, like, oh, well, that's okay. I'm not interested. And we'd be like, oh, well, do you, do you have any friends that would be interested? Yeah, it was like, can you, can you direct us towards any of your friends who'd want to be in our porno? And of course, this was a big joke, obviously. <laughs> but And most people took it as that and, like, laughed it off. But some people were like... Genu- genuinely freaked out. Like, wait, what? Are you are you guys serious? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel bad about that. I some don't. people. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for better or for worse. But I will anyway. always enjoy that. All right, now I have a question. Um, people that are sports, if you're into sports a lot, you can be a sports geek, right? Yeah. Yeah. People feel that geeks and jocks, for example, are different people. Jocks, I would venture to say, oh, what? Jocks can be geeks of sports, but jocks are mainly just sports players, you know? Okay. You know, like, people who do fantasy football, those are sports geeks. There you go. You know, they obsess over sports and have their own little subculture about it. I think, I think that's what it is. I think if you make a subculture out of it, you're officially a geek. Ah. If you're part of a subculture involving that, you know? Hmm. Like, just because it's a, like, just because it's a movie, you know, it, uh, Star Wars becomes a subculture, you know, because it's just such a cultural phenomenon. But, yeah, like, sports has become a culture. That's, that's what it is, you know? If you can make a culture out of it, you can be a geek, you know? Hmm. I think that's a great way to, to look at it i'm gonna move on now to the question of the episode it's time for ask david v i ask questions and you answer them and the question of the episode is what era of music is your favorite and i'm gonna respond to what i think but i also want to hear listeners what you think and i'm gonna ask nico as well but i personally think my favorite i'm not saying it's the best but my personal favorite is the tooth see from the year 2000 to 2005 is my personal favorite because I really like symphonic metal a lot and as a genre specifically. And that hadn't really developed into much until like 1998, 1995. So when it was really getting good was around 2000 and 2005. 
Now, I know there's tons of people that would say I picked the worst era for music and stuff. And for many other genres, that was true. Yeah. But for particularly symphonic metal, especially like a Swedish-influenced uh, and and Dutch-influenced symphonic metal bands, were at their pinnacle in 2000s, 2005 or so. So that's why it's my favorite. Um, if you have a response for what your favorite era was, send me a tweet and I'll talk about what your favorite era of music is on my next episode. Nika, what is your favorite era of music? Uh, I would have to go with some some things I listen to the most. Maybe the 70s. Maybe the 70s. I love just honestly anything that came out of there. Really? Yeah. Disco is great. Heavy metal's great. Hair metal's great. You know, the 70s were a good... They were a good time. Um, again, like I like with all the other questions you've asked me, I really like a lot of it. I like all of right. it. Mm-hmm. But bits and pieces. Like, I, I don't think I own... I don't think I've, I've bought... I've bought, like, five full albums in my entire life because I'll just find a song I like and I'll buy that song, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just have a lot of, like, one songs. So... It's uh, I I would go with the seventies though. If I had to choose, I'd choose okay. the seventies. Nice, good choice. The social network of the day is cosplay amino, which is available on the web aminoapps.com/popular/cosplay. Well, it's kind of a website. I mean, you can't really log in and you can you can like view posts kind of. So I don't really recommend it. What I do recommend is getting the iOS or Android applications because basically if you are either a cosplayer yourself or you have a slight interest in cosplay and have people to follow in that area, you can use this application to discover local folks that do cosplaying, um, not local stuff. In fact, I believe we have someone relatively important to the platform right here. Is that correct, Nico? Hi! Hi, my name is Nico Johnson. Uh, nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on, David. Oh, of course. Uh, so what's your role with uh, uh, Cosplay Amino? I'm a curator on the app. So pretty much we just kind of, we're kind of the heart of it, sort of. You know, the moderators of the brain, they make sure, like, everything runs. But as far as, like, making it flow, making it, you know, making... Steering the, conversations and stuff. Steering conversations, making new uh, posts on the popular page. Um... That's what we're about. So I'm I'm a uh, what I just say <laughs> a curator. Yeah, I'm a curator. Sorry, I'm, I'm a yeah, I'm a curator on the app. Um, every week we have um, different uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Different challenges, and that'll be like a couple we've had are the closet cosplay challenge, where it's like you put together a cosplay out of everything you got in your closet. Or the uh, the Wasteland Survival Challenge, where it's like you throw together your best Wasteland Survival gear. You know, honestly, it's it's a very good app with a great community. Everyone cool. is so nice. You know, I've had a great time on it. So Yeah, it's a very supportive community from the little time that I've been on there, too. So check that out. That is the social network of the day. Now let's take a trip to the app radio. These are the applications and services that are no longer with us. And today's dearly departed application is High Five, oh, which no. started in 2003 and was reported to be the second largest social network after MySpace in 2007. That is saying something. And so it was massive, but it's dwindled significantly since then. And it is now owned by the same people that own Tagged.com, if you know what Tagged is. Oh, Tagged. Uh, 
if we is the entity that owns them anyway it just doesn't do anything for you now you have your basic profile and there's like random little gaming elements to it i think yeah it's just a it's just totally crashed and burned the, the website's technically still up but i say it's dead because it's pretty much dead compared to what it used to be even though it has a bunch of monthly active users still yeah yeah, Carbon says over 100 million people here is what High Five claims, but how many of them are active? And anyway. Yeah, like how many people's so, accounts are still there from when it was live? Exactly. Uh, but now it's time for immature impersonations. Maybe they're good, maybe they're bad, but they're certainly immature. And, and I mentioned earlier on in the show that I was going to interview a few other folks um, about just geek culture and some, some more general life stuff. And so first I'd like to call up Solid Snake. Solid Snake, are you there? Hold on, let me let me check. Let me go find him. Okay, that'd be great. He's around here somewhere. Hold okay, on a thanks. Sec. Let me just Snake! 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 Hello. Oh, that that sounds like you. Oh, great. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, David. Of course. So I have a few questions for you. Um, so first off, what do you think about uh, geek culture? And just summed up in a sentence or two. Well, I uh, I only know one geek. His name's Otacon. Oh. In fact, he's such a geek. His name is uh, a play on uh, Otaku Khan. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's very impressive that you know that. What is your uh, favorite weapon of choice, would you say, in combat? Mm-hmm. If it's not my CQC, it would have to be my SOCOM pistol with a silencer. Okay. All right. I respect that. That's a good choice. Now, if there's one man you could elect a president right now, who would that be? Definitely not Solid as Snake. Now, why not? Well, the last time he was president, he uh, captured a bunch of child soldiers and raised them in Africa. Well, that's not very good. (laughs) All right. Well... Well, thank you, thank you, Snake. Is there um, how how would you rate uh your mother's cooking overall? I never knew my mother, David. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. That's fine. I was actually a clone of Big Boss. Really? Yeah. So is that would that be spoilers for anybody that might have played your games or would be interested in playing them? Well, if you don't know by now, your street's behind. Oh. All right. Well, thank you. Really appreciate that. And uh, is it true that you have another friend coming along? I think uh, by the name of Sean Connery. Is that correct? Hold on. Let me go check for him. Nico, where's Sean Connery? I don't know. I thought he was with you. No, of course not. But he said he was with you. Ah, that lying bastard. He's probably off swilling whiskey somewhere. Hold on. Let me call him. All right. This is Sean. Sean. Oh. Sean, where the hell are you? I'll be right there. Just taking a walk outside. You're drinking whiskey again, aren't you? Yes. Shut up. Don't judge me. Well, get here. Quick. He's on his way. Uh, so, Snake, he knew he was on live, like, broadcast, right? I don't think so. It'll be a surprise oh, well, you, when he gets here. I'm pretty sure it's under the law you're supposed to inform someone when you're recording, so I think what you just did was illegal. Everything I do is illegal, David. Uh, oh. 
uh, to something I didn't know about you. Well, while Sean Connery's sort of on his way, do we have another um, guest? Like, I heard I heard Bane was sleeping at your house. Like, he's unemployed right now. Yeah. Bane from Batman. He's here. All right. Could I talk to him? <sighs> Let me find him. Get in here, damn it. You're supposed to be on the podcast. It's a real privilege that I'm able to talk to these people. For one thing, I just... It's a blessing, really. Hello, David. Thanks for having me on. I haven't been oh. doing much lately. Yeah, well, you're sounding good. I, I heard um, after your recent accident, you got fired. Is everything going okay? Well, fired is a very relative term. Really, I had the crap beaten out of me by the Batman. Oh, right. Well, I was trying to put it more delicately. So, so what are you doing now? Oh, just... Uh, biding my time until my next appearance in Gotham. Just... And what will that be? I mean, are you going to be as just as hostile as you were before, or have you decided to change ways? Well, I mean, the last time I broke the Batman's back, he came back and, well, kicked the shit out of me, for lack of better terms. So Yeah, I, was... I think you could probably use better terms than that. I was thinking that maybe I could do something a bit more uh, subtle, perhaps. Okay. What do you have in mind? Uh, I was I was thinking about maybe getting a bag of Doritos. Uh, have you been to the mental hospital lately? Just a question. I mean, I used to live there. That's, That's where right. they send all of the villains. Right. So, but have you have you revisited it lately? Uh, not recently, no. I've been sleeping on Nico's couch. Wait, hold on. So you and Solid Snake and Nico are all living in the same house? Sean Connery's here too, but he's normally out back swigging whiskey. But I I know you guys have a five-person house, so who who's the fifth member? Is Wait a second. Is Nicolas Cage with you too? Yes. What's he doing right now? He's stroking my head. Oh, okay, he's in the same room. All right, well, hmm. Okay. Hi there, David. Uh, Nick, is that is that you? Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. yeah! Okay, okay, Nick, before you jump to any conclusions, I just want to apologize for what me and Nico were talking about with Hayden Christensen. We didn't mean it. We, we thought he was a great choice for Star Wars. You know, I thought he was superb, David, honestly. I don't know where you're coming from. Well, you know, you're the experienced actor and not me, so I, I shouldn't have said anything. You're right. It's true. Did you know, actually, David, that uh, I helped your brother at one point? You helped my brother? Oh, wait, he ran a political campaign, I believe. Did you help with that at all? Oh, yeah. I've known your brother for many, many years. You have? Oh, yes. In fact, I, uh, I may have been watching him since before he was in, even born. Okay. You know, initially, I thought that you might be the Kwisatz Haderach, so I was watching you. But then I realized it was your brother. Okay, so real quick, what are you doing at Nico's house? Just hanging out. What do you think I'm doing here, David? I don't know. I just, I, why aren't you in Hollywood making movies, man? I am. Okay, well, this is a really awkward conversation, so I think we have to go. Uh, but thanks for uh, thanks for talking to me, Nick. Is Nico around there anywhere? Hold on, let me check. Snake, you see Nico? No, I think he went outside to find Sean Connery. Bane. 
Can you go check? I think he should be just right out the door. Uh, I don't feel like getting up. Damn it, man. Get up. Get off your ass. Do something. Go find Nico. Fine. I'm sorry, David. These people are so unprofessional. It's all right. It's all right. Thanks for helping out. You want to talk about unprofessional? <laughs> you should have seen the set of Lord of War. Nick, <laughs> not on the podcast. The hell's wrong with you? Don't worry about it, man. Get out of here. Jeez. Go help Bane. He's probably collapsed on the floor. Fine. I'm so sorry, David. That's all right. Uh, whenever we can get Nico, now would be great. Nico, is that you? Yeah, what's going on? David wants you back on the podcast. Great, thanks. Uh, thanks for holding down the fort, Snake. No problem. I'll see you later. I'm going to go take down a Metal Gear. Bye. Well, hey, uh, hey Nico. Thank you uh, so much for letting them in your room and like, giving me a chance to talk to them. I'm a little concerned about them, though. They seem... They, actually, all of them seem mentally unstable. Snake's pretty on the, on the money, I think. Yeah, that's but fair. honestly, ever since Bane got the crap kicked out of him by Batman, he's just been really off it. I mean, the mm. love of his life is dead, too. I mean, she died right. in a car crash. You know, Sean Where do you Connery... Go from there? He hasn't gotten any good roles in a while, so he's just feeling really down. Mm-hmm. And don't even get me started on Nick Cage. I don't even know why he's here. He doesn't even pay rent. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, anyway, that's just about all the time we have for this episode of the Beyond Tweeting Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, watching, sharing, downloading, and subscribing. For all things Beyond Tweeting, you can go to beyondtweeting.com. And if you'd like to subscribe, just search Beyond Tweeting in your favorite podcast app or visit beyondtweeting.com slash subscribe. Of course, beyondtweeting.com slash live will have you viewing what's happening right now. And as always, we end with an anticlimactic line. So, Nico, what's the first phrase or word that comes to your head at this moment? I'm not thinking about anything. Beyond belief. Beyond all human understanding. And now, beyond our time limit. And so, join David V. Kimball again next time for the Beyond Tweeting Podcast.